This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Brandy Love. Check her Instagram linked below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of your friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by author, Whispering Stories. From our slash erotica, the title of this post is, A Dad, A Mom and Their Daughter's Friends. Sit back and enjoy the story. Joe yawned lazily as he got up from bed. Looking outside the bedroom window, he turned back to his wife. Debbie, who was half asleep, half awake on bed fiddling with her phone, and said, You know, we should go to our outskirt home this weekend. I am tired literally exhausted from working incessantly for the last one year. Debbie looked at her husband and said, Yeah, I was thinking about the same thing. We can go away this weekend. We leave on Saturday morning and we get back by Sunday evening. It will do both of us good. Joe looked out disdainfully at the busy street with endless cars plying and he said, I was thinking more of an extended break. I want to switch off for three minutes four days at least. You know, soak in some nature. It's easy for you. You own the company, not so much for poor employees like us. Debbie gave a wry chuckle. Ah, come on, you can take some extra days off. Come on, it's been such a long time we have gone out together. Vacations make you horny, and it's been so long that I have seen you horny. Ha ha. What about Julie? What about her? I think she also needs a break. From all these online classes, she is missing out on her college days. Joe gave a knowing wink to Debbie. Don't wink at me. I don't want her to get pregnant with a child in college as we did. Uh, well, no matter how well it turned out to be, I too don't want her to get pregnant. But, you know the college parties, fun, sex, she is missing out on that. Plus, sitting at home, all she does is play with her phone or sit with her PlayStation. I mean, we should take her out of this place. It will be good for everyone. Okay, baby, I will try to talk my way out of the office today. We will tell Julie about it at dinner. Joe leaned over her on the bed as he tried to kiss her. Do you want to practice for the weekend? I want a rehearsal. Debbie gave a quick peck on his lips and pushed away. No, you old pervert. I am late for the office. How can you still be so horny? We are in our 40 seconds. Joe shrugged and said, Well, the cock wants what it wants, and it wants you right now. Debbie blushed and said, Tell your cock to calm down. She got up from the bed and quickly ran towards the washroom. Joe sighed as he lay on the bed. It's more than a month that he had sex. He never understood what happened to Debbie. She was as horny as he was once, but as the years passed, her libido went away. Now, Joe mostly goes on his mobile and shags off to porn videos. Without missing a beat, Joe opened his mobile and went to a porn site and played the first video that he saw. He was so horny that he came as soon as the video started playing. That evening, while at dinner, Joe broached the topic. Julie was eating her food half-mindedly as she kept on texting someone. Joe said, Julie, your mother and I have been thinking that we should go to our outskirt home this weekend. 
Julie didn't even look up as she said, good for you guys. Joe said, no, even you are coming with us. Julie finally looked up. What? Why? We have all been cooped up in this place for months now. Come on, it will be fun. But that place has such a bad network. What will we do? We can be with nature. Take a hike. Talk to each other. Cook a barbecue. Don't you think it will be nice to get out of the house finally? Julie bent her nose as she does when she is thinking, Dad, Mom, can I invite Rob over? Debbie said, Who's Rob? Your boyfriend. Julie shrugged, Not like my boyfriend. But he stays close to our outskirt home. It will be nice for him too. Joe looked towards Debbie who gave an exasperated reaction. Joe quickly said, Of course, you can call him. Really? I will ask him right away. Julie had a big smile on her face. After dinner, Debbie cornered Joe. What was that? Joe. You know, Rob and Julie will have sex, right? How are you fine with that? Joe looked at her wife. She was wearing a satin housecoat. He knew she wasn't wearing anything underneath except a panty. Her boobs filled the housecoat and all Joe wanted was to suck them. He loved her boobs. Ah, Debbie, if we are going to have sex, it's fair she also gets some. And if she was in college, we don't even know what all she would do. Come on, you told her about prevention and condoms, right? Debbie nodded. But still, and we don't know even know who Rob is. We have never met him. Joe grinned. I am sure he will be okay. Come on, we talked about this. Let her have a normal college life. And we will be there, anyways. Debbie stood silent as Joe said, Baby, you look so good. Debbie said, I am tired. Why don't we save it for the vacation? I promise I will make up for all these nights. Really? Joe was excited. Um, Debbie kissed Joe on the lips. Joe undid her housecoat and one of her boobs fell out. Joe touched her big pink nipples and her soft boobs. Go to sleep, Debbie said as she tied back her housecoat. Can't wait for the weekend. Baby, do shave. I want it glistening for me. Debbie punched him playfully as she turned the other way and dozed away. As usual, Joe opened his phone and jerked off. The next day over breakfast, Julie came in with a huge grin and said, Rob will be there. Joe said, great, here's what we will do. This Friday, we will call it a day early and we will drive together to our home. Debbie checked her phone and said, I have a client meeting somewhere near that place. So, I will drive to the house after the meeting. I should be there around 7 p.m. Joe said, actually, two cars make sense. Cool, I will drive with Julie. It's three hours from here. So, we will start around 4-5 p.m. Julie agreed. I will tell Rob to be there by 7 p.m. Debbie chuckled. Who's Rob and why are you excited? Julie blushed. Rob is in my class. We only met virtually, you know, over online classes and chats. He's lives in the outskirts. His dad is a farmer. I think I will get to know him better. But, dad and mom, you can't make a big fuss. Be cool. He's really nervous? Joe said, don't worry. We will be out of your hair. And he smiled towards Debbie who smiled back. Friday morning was rushed since everyone was packing their stuff. Debbie rushed out of the home. Joe logged onto his system. Around 4 p.m., Debbie texted Joe. Hey, I am done with my meetings. Leaving for the house. See you guys soon. Kisses. Come soon. Wink. Joe saw the text and he was frustrated. There has been a massive downtime in his company, and he couldn't log off before it gets resolved. Mentally, he thought he would be done by 5 p.m. and could reach there by 8 p.m. But, at 5 p.m. too, it seemed it will take another couple of hours. Julie peeped into his room which he made into an office. Dad, it's 5 p.m. already. When are we leaving? Joe shook his head. Soon baby, soon. Around 6 p.m., he was still on a call. Julie came to his room with Debbie on the call. Debbie was shouting, What the fuck, Joe? 
Why haven't you guys still left? I am about to reach. Joe muted his work phone and said, I am sorry baby. A massive downtime has happened at work. It's an emergency. Another hour before it gets resolved. Why can't your employees solve it? It is about that recent big deal. The client is edgy. You know, we really need this business. This is the turnaround. Debbie calmed down a bit. What should I do? Julie said, Rob is already there. He can't go back home now. You have to be at the house. Joe said, Honey, you go there. I will try to catch up as early as I can. Silence. Julie looked down. Debbie stopped talking. Joe said, Okay, here's what we will do. Debbie, you go to the house and open a bottle of wine. We will try to be in soon. But if my stuff takes time, you have Rob for company. It's okay. Julie, don't worry. We will have a father-daughter night if worse comes to pass. Debbie and Julie simultaneously said, Whatever. Joe felt so guilty. Around 7 p.m., he knew the issue would be resolved by 9 p.m. He just had to wait now to get the system back in place. Debbie didn't text him again. Neither Julie came to his room. Joe picked up the phone and texted, Debbie, we will start tomorrow early morning. Don't think it's too safe to drive through the night. I am sorry. I will make up for this. Next, he went to Julie's room. She was mad, Joe could sense. Joe said, Julie, I am sorry, but I think I will get done by 9 p.m. Julie screamed at him. This is insane. What will we do? Let's start at 9 p.m. Joe said, I have a better idea. Julie looked at him. Joe said, let's have a party. You call your friends whoever is nearby. Julie grinned, but mom will be mad. Joe laughed and said, hence, a father-daughter secret. You mean, we can drink? Yes, you can, but don't call too many people. Don't want to disturb the neighbors. Julie's face brightened up. Just my best friends. Okay. Debbie reached the place around 7 p.m. She was mad at Joe. She understood why he had to stay back but still. All she wanted to do was reverse the car and go to her house in the city. But, no, not only does she have to stay in the middle of nowhere alone, but she also has to entertain a college brat. She was muttering to herself as she took the narrow winding roads to the place. No matter how she hated Joe, she loved their outskirt home. The double-storied house was nestled by a small, gushing river. On the other side of the river, she could see a hilly range adorned with forests. Their house also had a small porch and a small backyard garden nestled between the river and the house. Even the road leading up to the house was picturesque, a narrow road covered with trees by the sides. But she also feared the darkness, and the idea of her being alone in the darkness didn't sit well with her. She pressed the accelerator, and for a second, she was grateful that there would be someone. As she pulled up near her house, she saw a lean, tall guy with a backpack sitting on the steps of her house. She greeted, Hey Rob. Is it? The boy smiled nervously. Yes, Mrs. Mascarnes. Call me Debbie. Debbie looked at him. He didn't look like an annoying college brat. In fact, he was wearing a tee and jeans. He had freshly shaved and his face gleamed with a freshness. His mannerisms also suggested he was friendly, shy and most importantly, he was respectful. Debbie entered the room and flung herself on the sofa. I am sorry my daughter ditched you. Not her fault though. Rob smiled. It's okay. I understand. They will be here tomorrow. I am sorry you are stuck with me. Actually, I had told my dad that I will be with my friends. If I go home, there will be a barrage of questions. And he started looking at his shoes. Debbie chuckled. Come on. We have all been there. Rob looked around the house and said, This place is beautiful, isn't it? Wait, let me show you my favorite place. Debbie got up with a spring in her step. Though dark, she took Rob to the boundary wall of her back garden. The stars shone brilliantly 
and the moon was already bright. She could hear the quiet gushing of the river. Rob said, wow. Debbie said, you know what? It's already late. Let me freshen up and get the dinner going. Meanwhile, why don't you open a bottle of wine here? Oh sorry, I don't think you can drink. Rob slyly said, it would be a sin not to drink here now. Do you have beers though? Debbie thought and said, what the heck? I am not drinking alone and it's too perfect a night to not drink. You can get some beers from the fridge. I just stocked them. Wait before you crack one open. As Debbie hit the shower, she thought what will she wear? She hadn't bought many clothes and the ones she bought, well, they were meant to turn on Joe. She blushed thinking about it but, she thought, well, I am 42 years old. I don't think he will look at me in any way except for Julie's mother. And she chuckled at herself over the thought. When she got out, she wore the white tube top that has literally shrunk and was a size too small. She also wore her padded bra under it. She got her blue jeans hot pants. She applied some lipstick and sprayed perfume. When she looked at the mirror, ah, Joe would have pounced on her. Her cleavage looked deep and her ass tight. She tucked her hair beneath her hair as she stepped out. Rob had changed too in a casual tee and jeans. He looked at her and though he didn't say anything, Debbie knew he was in awe. Debbie's alarms went off. What are you doing? She strode towards him and said, let's start drinking. Rob had placed two chairs and a table with the wine bottle, glass, and his beers. Debbie filled her glass and Rob drank his beer. No one said anything. Debbie was looking at the stars, aware that Rob was gazing at her boobs, at her exposed belly. She didn't mind the attention. Rob said, Debbie, you are beautiful. Debbie laughed. Really? Has the beer got to you already? No, but I had to drink a beer to summon up the courage to tell you this. Debbie chuckled. So, how have you met Julie? Rob was clearly uncomfortable. He quickly said, she's in my class. Debbie bit her tongue. She didn't want to ruin the magic she has spread over Rob. Where are you from? Rob was clearly back again. I stay around one hour from here. And what do you do apart from college? We have a big farm. I help my folks with it. Ah, let me see your hands. They must be strong. As Debbie took his hands, a current passed through her. What is she doing? The more she knew she shouldn't do it, the more she examined his hand. She took her hand and kept it on his chest. Wow, you really work out. Rob just said, you smell so good. Debbie let her hand wander from his chest to his abs. Tight, firm. Debbie intentionally brushed her hands against his jeans as she took her hand away. Debbie knew he was hard. She laughed to herself. She was enjoying the effect that she had on him. Rob cleared his throat and said, You know, I can read stars. Debbie also knew some constellations, but she played along. I always wanted to know about them. Show me the Big Dipper. And what is the Pole Star? Rob pointed his hand to a set of stars and said, See, that question mark formed by the stars. I can't see. Rob got up and said, Come here. Debbie got up. Rob stood behind her. Rob had a very manly smell. The smell a man has when he works out filled with sweat. His own skin. Debbie said, You smell well, too. Rob took her hands and as he was pointing out the stars, Debbie's ass grazed against his jeans. She could clearly make out his erect cock. Rob shifted his position so as not to embarrass himself. Debbie enjoyed his embarrassment and playfully turned to him innocently making sure her boobs rested on his arm. I think the dinner is ready, she said. Rob seemed relieved almost and quickly took a step back. He stood behind the chair probably to hide his erection and said, Should I check on it? Debbie said, No, you have another beer. Let me check. As Debbie went to the kitchen, she muttered to herself, Slutty, what has happened to me? This is not me. But she was too much in the moment. She swatted the thought back where it belonged, in oblivion, and chuckled to herself while lowering her top a little lower. 
Joe finally wrapped up his stuff at around 9 p.m. He knew he had made a mess of his plan. Debbie hasn't texted since she reached home. Julie hasn't come to chide him anymore. As he opened the door, he heard music and laughter. Along with Julie, there were a couple of other girls and they were drinking and laughing about something. He smiled as he said, Hey girls. Julie said, Dad, what are you doing here? What? I had a hard day. Can't I have a couple of beers with my daughter and her beautiful friends? One of the girls replied, Of course yes. Come over. But don't be boring. Joe laughed and said, Well, hold on to that thought. I will be back in half an hour. Joe went to his room and tried reaching out to his wife. Debbie? The phone didn't connect. Probably she has slept off. He felt bad for her and Rob. He took a shower, smoked a cigarette, changed to a tee and jeans, and went out. By the time he joined, he could make out that the girls were drunk. He opened a beer and sat down. So, what's up? Julie was laughing at something over her phone with a friend of hers. Joe saw her friends. They looked to be the same age as Julie. One of the girls with curly hair and deep, dark eyes said, We were discussing how we missed the bikini season. We are showing each other the bikini that we would have worn this summer. Joe replied, I know I feel bad for you girls too. The summer was dull for everyone, I must say. And he went to a big laugh. The girl with curls said, You are indeed cool. What? Well, you know, if we said this in front of our parents, they would either get uncomfortable and walk off or they would have judged and given a big lecture. But, you're really cool. Joe took a sip from his beer. Well, the conversation would be better if I knew your names. Julie sheepishly said, Sorry dad. This is Rebecca and this is Anna. We went to the same school. The curly one was Rebecca and the other girl. A blonde was Anna. Joe said, Well, I remember my college days because of the bikinis and the parties. Well, they were the reason that we conceived Julie then. Julie said in mock anger, Dad? Joe said, Come on. Tonight, we are friends here. How much have you guys had? I have to catch up. Julie and Anna laughed off their seats and said, We had two bottles of wine already. Joe said, And not much left of the third one either. Well, so, how do you manage meeting boys these days? Anna coquettishly said, We meet boys through Tinder and other dating apps. Joe said, So, like Julie here who has never met Rob, you guys haven't met your boyfriends either. Rebecca scoffed, I am single. I am bored of sexting. Julie blushed as Anna said something to her ears. What? Anna said, Nothing. The girls had by now included Joe in their discussion. They were slightly dancing against the music which Joe didn't recognize. Rebecca came and sat next to him as Julie and Anna kept on dancing. You really had Julie when you were in college. Uh, yes. Why didn't you use protection? It was a crazy night. We were drunk. We didn't remember I had to use a condom. You know how it is when you get drunk. Rebecca went and switched out the lights. Except for dim light, the room was dark. Julie polished off another glass and continued showing something to Anna on her phone. Rebecca came and sat close to him. Tell me what happened that night. Joe said, you really want to hear it? Yes. You know, I am really impressed that you allowed Rob to visit you guys. Ah, uh, it's cool. I think of myself as her friend. And I feel bad I changed her plans today. Don't digress. Tell me, what happened that night? Well, Debbie that is Julie's mother and I was at a friend's party. We got a little drunk. And we were dancing and we both were so turned on. We made out and, at that moment, I forgot my condom. Rebecca's head rested against his shoulders as she said, You know, we all should have cool guys like you in our lives. Joe stroked her hair and said, I am there now. Talk to me about anything you want to. Rebecca put a hand on his belly and said, I will. Joe saw all the girls were almost drunk. He said, Guys, dinner. Go change and I will heat the food. 
All of them grudgingly agreed. Joe was not even half drunk when the girls came out. Julie wore her usual tee. Both the girls have borrowed from Julie. While Anna wore a long tee, Rebecca wore a spaghetti top with hot pants. Joe was turned on. While Anna was almost flat-chested, Rebecca had perky boobs and he could make out her nipples poking through the sheer spaghetti top. Julie came to him and whispered, Dad, what? Rebecca has a massive crush on you. Ha ha. Really? Yes. Okay. And? Julie shrugged and had a wicked smile. I don't know. I am just saying. Joe didn't know what to make of it except he was turned on. Debbie and Rob had dinner and while neither was dark, they had a good buzz going. A wolf cry came from someplace far. Debbie said, you know, I feel really scared at night here. Rob said, why? I don't know. I have always lived in the city. The silence and wild animals, it spooks me at night. I am used to it. You know, in my place, there is no network except for my home. I like it, the unhurried way of life. Debbie looked at her with greater scrutiny. Well, you are sleeping in my room tonight. Debbie could see the spark in his eyes as he said, I can? Yes, I can't sleep alone here. Well, okay. Debbie said, okay. You go and change. I will get in after wrapping the kitchen. Rob said, yeah. I do feel tired. Thanks. Debbie was not thinking. She wanted to get into bed. She threw away her bra. She got a white, long tee with black panties. As she went to her room, she saw Rob lying at one end of the bed. His eyes lit up when he saw Debbie in a white t-shirt with no pants. Debbie got up and said, I am cold. She was on the other side of the bed. She turned to Rob and said, Do you sleep alone at night usually? Yes. I have my own place. I can't hear you. Come nearer. Rob came nearer still keeping a respectful distance. Debbie took her hand and kept it on his chest. He had a tea on. She said, Come close. I can't smell you. Rob came in closer. Debbie could feel his beer breath and the musky smell. She kept her hands on his chest. Rob quietly took off his tea and came closer to her. Debbie could hear his chest thumping. She traced her hand down his chest, the flat stomach. She didn't stop. She expected feeling his short, but her hand went deeper and he was naked. She looked at his face. His eyes were closed. She probed further and slowly she felt his cock, firm, hard, wide, round. She cupped his balls, tight. She took her hands and laid them on his ass, tight and firm. Rob's lips passed a close sigh. He leaned towards her, with eyes closed. He was searching for her lips. Debbie let him kiss her. Soft, tremulous, tender, Rob was tasting her lips. Debbie bit his lower lip. Ah, Rob groaned. His hands were already busy trying to undo her tea. Debbie helped him by removing her tea. Rob closed his eyes and let go of her lip. He moved down and he moaned as he saw her boobs. Rob quickly cupped her as if to feel if they are real. And when he felt them enough, he moved down to suck on them. Debbie arched her back as her hands tightened the grip on Rob's cock. She was wet, so wet. Debbie stroked hard at his cock. The harder she stroked, the harder Rob sucked on her boobs. And suddenly, Rob came. A bucket of cum sprayed on her hands. Debbie opened her eyes and met Rob's eyes. I am so sorry, Debbie. What? You have been playing havoc with my mind since evening. I knew I was coming hard. Debbie was disappointed. Rob moved his hand towards her pussy. What are you doing? Debbie said. Rob was taken by surprise and he said, Sorry. As he sat back up, Debbie saw he was erect again. Debbie smiled to herself. Ah, to be young again. Debbie said to Rob, Before feel sorrier for yourself. Let me help you. Don't move. Rob blushed. He didn't move though. Debbie got on top of him. She took hold of her soppy cock, hard as a rock again, and guided it to her own pussy. Ah. She was so wet that he was in her in an instant. 
Rob moaned in pleasure. Rob was thicker than her husband while it was equally long. Debbie felt her pussy getting stretched as she adjusted. It felt good. She moved a bit as Rob held her waist. Debbie started moving. Harder. Faster. Deeper. Slightly more. Rob moaned more than her but he lay still. Neither did he try to thrust nor did he adjust. Debbie was in full control. She rode hard and slow. And even before, she could get the whole of Rob uncomfortable. She came. Debbie collapsed by Rob's side. Panting. Rob said, Damn, you are amazing. But, he was yet to come for the second time. So, he took his cock and stroked hard, and came shortly after. Debbie was still reeling from her orgasm. It was different from Joe. So different. Unknown. Exciting. Rob kept a hand on her boobs, and Debbie pressed his hand as she fell asleep. Julie, Anna, and Rebecca have retired to Julie's bedroom. Joe took the last beer. Ever since Julie has said, Rebecca has a crush on him. He has been turned on. He sat in the living room thinking how good it would be to fuck Rebecca and slowly his hands went inside his pants. He heard the bedroom door getting opened and there was Rebecca with a sheepish smile. Hey, hey, Rebecca, I couldn't sleep. So, though if you wanted some company, sure. Rebecca sat next to him. Joe kept the beer at his side. Rebecca lay down her head on his head. Joe stroked her hair and said, I hear you have a crush on me. Rebecca smiled and said, I have always had an attraction towards older people. And you impress me. Joe stroked her hair as Rebecca turned on his lap towards him. She put a hand lightly near his cock and said, Do you like me? Sure. You are beautiful. You are hot. You think I am hot. Rebecca's hand played near his cock. Joe realized his cock was getting hard. But he enjoyed her touch. Oh, you have a hot figure. Let me see how hot you think of me. Rebecca unbuttoned his jeans. Next, she unzipped it. Through his shorts, Rebecca held his cock. Hard. Joe didn't say anything as Rebecca whipped his cock out of his shorts. You know Joe, I haven't had sex in the last six months. Joe muttered his approval as Rebecca's tiny hand grasped his cock. Rebecca moved her mouth and took him in. Joe was ecstatic. Her mouth felt different. She wanted to taste him. She wanted to take off all him in. But, she struggled. Joe could feel the tiny gnawing of her teeth. Joe knew she hasn't given many blowjobs. Joe held her by her hair and slowly thrust his cock inside. Keeping her head still, he went in and out, sliding with pleasure. He could hear her choke. The more she coughed and gagged, the harder he went. Ah, uh, Rebecca's tongue was licking him hard. When he knew he was about to come, he stopped. He came back to his sense and saw Rebecca smiling at her. That was good. Joe took her in his arms and took him to the bedroom. He took her out of the spaghetti top. Such perky boobs with tiny nipples. Joe pounced on them with so hunger that he bit and chewed on her nipples. He went down and saw her shaved, glistening. Her pussy had no outer lips and as he put a finger, he knew she was tight. Joe hastened for his condoms. Rebecca said, no, I want to feel you. Joe immediately got on top of her. He was hard and throbbing. He adjusted and tried to enter. Rebecca shrieked in pain. Joe got a little slow, but he knew he could not hold out much longer, ignoring her pain. He went in, so soft, so tight, so gripping. Joe moaned in pleasure and he summed instantaneously inside her. He came loads as Rebecca held on to him. As he lay by her side, Rebecca kissed him on his lips and said, Can I sleep with you? Joe kissed her back and said, You are sleeping with me. Debbie woke up to see it was 5 a.m. Rob had cupped her tight. As she moved a bit, Rob opened his eyes and kissed her. You are beautiful. Debbie looked for her tea but Rob said, I like you naked. I want you again. Debbie kissed his chest and said, In the morning? Not now. Joe woke up to see Rebecca clinging onto him naked. It was already morning. 
They both were naked and Joe could see how incredible she looked. Joe took a nipple in her mouth as he clasped her ass. Rebecca kissed his forehead dreamily as they both went back to sleep. In the morning, Debbie woke up to see Rob looking at her. Good morning. Rob kissed her on the lips. Debbie said, Can I now wear my tea? My husband and my daughter will be here any moment. Rob said, I have been thinking about it. What? I don't want to meet Julie. What? I want to be with you. Kid, it was one night. I know, but I didn't have enough of you. I want more. Debbie was looking at him. What are you trying to say? Get Julie not to come. Your husband will not come since he won't leave Julie alone. And we get enough of each other. But, don't you like Julie? We have never even met physically. But, I want you. Actually, this is what Debbie wanted too. She couldn't have enough of him. She said, let me figure. Joe too also had the same conversation with Rebecca. Rebecca said, it was amazing last night. But I don't want to be drunk. I want to be in my senses. Joe said to Rebecca, let me figure. Joe went out where Julie was standing with Anna. Good morning, Dad. Good morning. Where's Rebecca? And she giggled. Well, listen, when do you want to go to the house? Julie said, I won't go. Rob has gone home already. I will be bored. Joe said, come on Julie. Julie said, Dad, you slept with my best friend. She is still in your room. If you want to keep it that way. Well, you can't argue with me. Where are you going? To the beach. What about Rebecca? She texted she doesn't want to leave the house and doesn't want us in the house. So, I will be staying at Anna's today. When did she text? Yesterday night. I see. Well, Dad, I am out. Manage mom and you are golden. Anna and Julie giggled and went out of the house. Joe picked up the phone to call Debbie. It rang. Hey, hey, sorry about last night. It's really okay. Rob was a great company. I too had Julie's friends to give me company. She told me. Anyways, are you coming? You want me to. I can tell Julie to stay at someone's. She doesn't want to come since Rob is not there. I think I will stay here a couple of days more and then come back. Uh, okay. I think I will stay here and look after Julie. Okay, bye. Bye. Joe went back to the bedroom where Rebecca was grinning. Debbie kept the phone and stroked Rob's hair who has been eating her out since morning. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friend's erotic stories.